Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Rhodes Stadium here on the beautiful campus of Elon University. Today's matchup is between the Elon Phoenix and the Gardner-Webb running Bulldogs. Tonight's matchup is going to be at 6 o'clock p.m. with the first kickoff. And let me tell you, it's going to be a cross-state rival of the ages. And so before we begin, just as an overview, we're going to be talking about the overview of both teams so far this season. Granted, we're only three games in. This will be the third game, but a lot has happened for both teams on both sides of the football that is important to talk about for today's matchup. And that'll lead us into more subjects like the offensive side, the defensive side, and what to look ahead for in the rest of the season that will go through November. And so before we officially start, I wanna send a shout out to the great people here at Elon University for such great hospitality. Because as soon as we walked in, as soon as we walked in, everyone was super helpful, helpful from parking to getting here to, to so many things. And you know, this is the first time we are reporting on a football game. And so like ever in terms of college, NFL, what have you. So we are extremely excited to do it here at Elon. And like I said, Everybody here has been super gracious, super kind, and sending me to the right places where I need to go to. So, Elon University, thank you, and let's go Phoenix. So without further ado, let's talk about football. And so, Elon University, like I said, playing at six o'clock tonight. In the last 10 seasons, they've only played nine night games. And a night game, by the way, is considered a 6 p.m. first kickoff or later. So 6 p.m. is the key. Like I said, they're playing at 6 p.m. tonight. Therefore, it's game day. And so, well, game night, I should say. And so, in those games that they played over the span of the last 10 seasons, they have gone five and four. So they are looking for a win tonight to hopefully broaden that win gap and broaden the win streak because they, they need it, right? Five and four is a winning record, but it's great to have a better winning record at the end of the day. So when people look for that, that record, it's they're like, oh wow, and it's good for recruits. They're like, hey, game on. And so in terms of media attention, tonight's game will get a lot of media attention. Hence probably why it's at six o'clock. So that way people here in the state of North Carolina and around the country can view such a great matchup. And so they are coming off of a win last week. They were able to win last week with a shutout, which is great. We'll talk about that more here in a minute, but it was a shutout, so that was a good game. And so it'll be Elon's first home game in a while, especially more so this season. So let me tell you, I know the crowd was action-packed. So many things going on with the crowd. Super excited. As I was walking in, the pet band was going, everybody's cooking their food. And oh my goodness, how good it smelled. It smelled phenomenal. And I already ate lunch before I got here, but like, let me tell you, I was getting hungry. Let me tell you. And so currently, Elon holds a 21 and 11 advantage in the all time series against Gardner Webb. But we all know what happened with COVID 19. And so, due to COVID 19, the pandemic, the 2020 season had to be pushed back to the spring of 2021. And so the last time Gardner-Webb and Elon played each other was back in February of 2021, where Elon had an unfortunate loss of 42 to 20. And so 
this game is going to be proof that we're going to try to bounce back from that loss. But currently, the one thing I need to mention right now is the fact that Elon is 1-1. One and, one. and I'll mention Gardner-Webb's here, record here in a minute because that's something that we also need to talk about, which is going to be key for this tonight's matchup specifically. So Elon, like I said, 1-1, one one, coming off a loss the last time they faced Gardner-Webb, but coming off of a win last week. And so we already talked about how they play nine, nine night games and have a 5-4 and four record with that. And so let's move on to Gardner-Webb. All right, we're shifting things up a little bit. So they are coming off of a game last week against Coastal Carolina. It was a back and forth game, close game. And if you watch it at all, I mean, they were trying to make a comeback towards the end. And unfortunately, they fell just short. It was mostly due to an interception where Coastal Carolina was able to gain more control of the ball and then run, really run that clock out. And so, Elon, not Elon, Gardner-Webb lost the game 27-31 to against Coastal Carolina. And that game marked the sixth time in its past eight losses that Gardner-Webb has fallen by just one possession or more in the final four minutes of action. And one important note to talk about regarding that is that all those games came over the final two seasons, the last two seasons. And so that's a key matchup that really defined how the trajectory of their season was going to go. And so Gardner-Webb is currently 0-1 on the road this year and went 1-5 from Bowling Springs, their home stadium, in 2021. In fact, the running Bulldogs are just 3-23 on the road since 2017. So that leads me into the point that I was mentioning about a minute ago with their overall record. Currently, overall, they are 1-1, one and one, along with Elon being 1-1. One and one. So te both teams are at an even 500 overall for the season. And so with the running Bulldogs not having the best chance, like road game, the best road games overall, right? 3-23. So with them not being great on the road, with them getting most of their wins at home, how will, they, how will they prove themselves today? How will they prove themselves today, especially like I just said, coming off a close loss last week against Coastal Carolina? So the most recent game they had last week was only the fifth 400-plus yard like passing game in their history. Just, just the fifth, right? And it's crazy to think that they had over 400 yards total and they lost by a possession. Just possession. So, I mean, that's an interesting point too, right? If they lost by a possession, got over 400 yards, they're, they're showing up. They're here, to, they're here to turn that record around. They're here, they're hungry, they're gonna fight for whatever yard they win, whatever score they can, and they, they want it near and dear. And so, let's talk about Elon University again, their offense and their defense. And so, Elon had a shot out win last week, like I said, and, you know, their offense, their, what to look for for their offensive side of things is really be, a mix between their pass and rush game, especially when they played Wofford last week because quarterback Matthew McKay threw for 230 yards. They ran for another 130 for a total of 260 yards. So not like a 400-yard game like uh, Gardner-Webb had, but you know what? It's enough that got the job done, and it's enough for them to get the shutout. And so... They had 18 first downs, were 7 and 17 on third down conversions, and were 1 for 2 on fourth down conversions. So it's not common for football teams to do 
fourth down conversions anyway, whether you're talking about college sports or even in the NFL. You know, not a lot of teams take that chance. The only time you kind of see it is if, you know, in this case, they were shutting out Wofford anyway, and so they just wanted to control the ball a little more. They wanted to get more minutes up on their offensive side, and so they did. And, you know, they were successful for half the time, which is okay. In that case, it's fine. It's understandable. Good. But in, that, in case other cases where you can kind of see teams going for fourth down conversions is in the case of uh, when you're down, need the ball a little more to try to score. And so overall, they controlled the ball for 32 minutes and 49 seconds, and they were able to put up 26 points. So they put up a good amount of points. And so to talk about the offensive side for Gardner-Webb, the one thing to look for is their pass game, right? Their quarterback, Fisher, passed for a career-high 403 yards and accounted for three touchdowns. And so 400, over 400 yards. And like I said, it hasn't happened often within their history. Like I said, five times where it's actually happened. And so he completed 16 passes that went for third first downs, including 10 or more. 10 of more than 20 yards and half, and two of longer than 53 yards in the game. So he had passes, a lot of passes over 20 yards. He had a couple passes that went over 53 yards. His big game was the third best passing effort in school history, tied with Hall of Famer Jerry Martin's 403 yard effort in a win at number three, number 23 rather, New Hampshire on November 11th of 2000. And so after 22 years, he had another great game tying one of their own Hall of Famers, which is great. So Gardner-Webb ran for just 47 yards on 28 carries that turned the football over five times. So as I said just recently, Elon needs to focus more on their passing game rather than the rush because when they rushed it, it was five turnovers. And so that's something to keep, keep an eye on as we enter tonight's matchup. So for both teams, what to look for on the defensive side of everything. Elon last week was able to shut out the opponent, Wofford. Elon finished the game with 9.0 tackles for, for a loss and 4.0 sacks. Elon's last shutout came in a 6-0 win over the University of Albany, or UAlbany, on September 30th, 30th of 2017. So it's been a lot, a little while, so it's good. Their confidence is high on that front coming into today's game. People on Gardner-Webb that Elon really needs to kind of focus on in particular when it comes to defending their record so far. It's going to be Jameer Malone and Kazim Moore, who had one and a half tackles for a loss. Um, you know, people. This, so these are people that Gardner Webb needs to look for, right? Just as a reminder. So, and then Marcus Hillman had eight tackles, two and a half for a loss, and a sack. So, talking about Gardner Webb. Gardner's Webb defense was strong Saturday night, limiting uh, Coastal Carolina just 46 yards on the ground and 354 total yards. Uh, 1.2 yards per rush and 5.3 yards per play. People Elon needs to walk, look out for is Ty French, who had nine tackles, two tackles for a loss, and a sack, and was followed closely by Charlie Jackson with eight tackles. William McCraney, eight tackles, two tackles for a loss, and a sack. Quan Ousley, eight tackles, pass that was broken up. And Brown, who forced two turnovers and finished with four tackles from his safety spot. And so both teams 
have a good handful of guys that can make defensive plays and both sides of the ball have offensive guys that can make plays on that side of the ball. And so, I mean, we've already just mentioned so much information in so many scenarios where both teams, both teams are going to do very good. It should be bound to be a very good game and therefore we are in for a very good college football treat tonight here at Phoenix with the Phoenix and the running Bulldogs here at Rhodes Stadium at Elon University. So enjoy the game. I, hope, I know we are. We're going to be reporting on it 